Welcome to today's podcast at Think Bible. We're so glad you've joined us. Um, We exist to challenge, edify, and encourage Christian women to live and think biblically, all for the glory of God. And today's topic is going to be on training our children. How do we think biblically about raising the next generation um, to serve God? And I know I'm a parent of five, and I've invited our guest, Diana Riggs, who is also a parent of five. Welcome, Diana. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Um, I met Diana, I think it was in 2016, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I couldn't quite remember either. (laughs) (laughs) Time just has this way of confusing Mm -hmm. me because we move so often, but we were in Ohio. And we were helping another church nearby theirs. And so we went over and visited with Diana and her husband in their church. And they had a, a great work going. Their building was packed out, as I remember. Yes. <laughs> and um, so Diana's husband is a pastor. She has five children and she is a school teacher. What grade do you teach? I teach first grade. It's so much fun. Okay. So she deals with children a lot. And yes. not only um, do Diana and Chris have their own children, they have also adopted children, which have become their own children. And so she has just a lot of varying perspectives on training children. And, um, you know, something I didn't mention to you ahead of time, Diana, but the very first thing we need to establish in parenting is what are we doing it for? Do we parent so that people think we're really good parents and we've got it all together? Do we do it for pride? You know, so what would you say should be the top reason that we do this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's going to actually affect how you, um, how you do discipline your children. If um, you're doing it just for, to look good in front of others, that's going to, of course, going to end up in, in destruction because the Bible tells us that, um, you know, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Um, and so, you know, as I think through parenting, I really think that what your main goal as a Christian mother should be, um, to disciple your children, to become followers of Jesus and, um, to raise them to be, uh, men and women who love the Lord and want to serve him. Um, and so I think um, if you've got the right focus on that, that's going to help you um, in a lot of the other little things along the way. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I appreciate your bringing the scripture into that because really as a mom, my goal is to, um, I can't think how to say it, <laughs> to give my children the goal of pleasing God until they're ready to have it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So they Mm -hmm. grow into that faith and that stage of obedience and submission to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of jumped ahead. Would you like to introduce your family to us? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, Well, I grew up actually as a missionary kid in Brazil Um, and, um, my parents, um, they, I'm just very blessed that I grew up in a family that loved the Lord and, um, just from a very young age, 
I, I heard the gospel. I was saved mm-hmm. when I was um, four years old, actually. And mm-hmm. um, when I was 12, I uh, just surrendered my life to the Lord to serve him in ministry. And I went to college at Northland Baptist Bible College, and that's where I met my husband. Uh, we traveled together on a singing team for a couple years. Uh, so we knew each other pretty well by the time we started dating. Um, and we got married after college and we came back to his hometown. Um, but we didn't come back to his home church. The Lord led us, like you said, to a little country church. And um, God has just been blessing. And um, it's it's all of him. We just had somebody come the other day and they said, how do you have so many people and children here? And we were like, we don't know because it's not our location for sure. Um, But it's just what the Lord is doing there. So we are actually still saving up to uh, be able to build there. Um, And so that's, but hopefully that will be happening soon. Um, But anyway, we got, we got married in 2006 and uh, we had our first um, boy, Owen, in 2008, and then we had Brianna in 2011. And about two years later, we had a speaker come through on Mother's Day, and he spoke about the importance of the church caring for the fatherless in our country mm-hmm. and around the world. And um, through that and a message that we were doing uh, or a Bible study that we were doing um, at that time, the Lord led my husband and I into the very big and scary world of foster care. (laughs) And so we just started praying that God would just be very clear in showing us what he would have us to do. And he was, um, about two months after we were really just seriously praying about this, somebody called us and asked us if we would take in two children. And at this point we weren't even foster parents yet. Um, So, um, yeah, that's when shortly after that, we took in um, Kassira and Carson, and they were actually the same age as our biological children. So overnight, mm-hmm. our family doubled. And wow. um, then uh, several years later, we got their little half sister um, mm-hmm. and she um, is six now. And then wow. the two oldest are 13 and the two middles are 10. Uh, so it's 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 been a, an interesting ride for sure. Um, so yeah, the, the Lord is just, uh, it hasn't always been easy for sure. Um, and you know, sometimes we look back and think about when we just had the two of them, like, Oh, that was such an easy life. Um, (laughs) but, um, God has blessed so much through, through this and has grown our family, um, and, and grown us in ways that I know that we wouldn't have been able to learn these things, um, without the, the difficulties and trials we've gone through too. So, yeah, well, that's a neat testimony. I love that. Um, when my, so, you know, that we have twins first, that was our first pregnancy. And, um, I mean, that was just so overwhelming (laughs) to Mm. us. We were young and naive and we didn't know what we were doing and we had (laughs) medical complications on top of all of that. And um, so when we had our next child, we got some eyebrows raised at us as we were making these announcements because she was only two years behind the other, the Mm. twin. And my husband used to say, you know, two kids take all of our time. So three kids can't take any more of it. That just continued to be true all the way through number five. So yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? (laughs) You just fit it in, and the Lord gives grace. But well, we have a there's a pastor's wife who uh, lives about a half hour from me. She has, 
I think, 10 children. And mm-hmm. um, when I had two children, I was talking to her about how overwhelming it was doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden it hit me that I'm talking to a woman that has 10 children. And all of a sudden they said, I don't know why I'm complaining. Like you have 10 children. I'm sure you're far more overwhelmed than I am. And she said, no, having children, any amount of children is overwhelming. Whether you have one or 10, it's overwhelming and you need the Lord. You need the Lord, whether you have one or two or 10 or 12, you know? So, and that was such a good thing for me to hear because Um, for one, it just showed me how much grace she had on me who was complaining about two, um, and all the time that it took and everything. Um, but also just to remember that it doesn't matter how many you have, you need the Lord and, um, you need to rely on him every day for everything that you do. (laughs) So, well, that's really neat. It sounds like God gave you a wise counselor and a good friend there to point you in the right direction back to the Lord. That's where we yeah. all need to grow, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about this parenting. Um, as I've searched the web and look on social media, everyone wants to talk about their parenting style. Would you tell us what parenting style you would say that you and your husband use? <laughs> well, that's, it seems like it should be an easy question, but oh. as I was looking through and I've, I've read through books before about your parenting styles and stuff, but, um, I was thinking, you know, what, what exactly is my parenting style? And as I was, as I'm reading through the different ones, I think, well, you know, there's a little bit of good in, in that, well, some of them, there's nothing good in at all, but, <laughs> um, but as I was thinking through, I felt like none of them really exactly um, described what my parenting style is. So mm-hmm. I came up with my own name. Awesome. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'm just a, I'm a discipler. And yeah. that's what I, um, you know, like I was saying before, our purpose, our highest goal should be to raise up disciples of Jesus. Um, you know, I want to raise my children to love the Lord, to desire to know his will and to be ready and willing to obey him when he speaks to them. And I think that's a big key because that is, that is the reason, um, that we need to teach our children to be ready and willing to obey right away because we are teaching them how they should respond to the Lord when he gives them something to do or tells them to do something, um, So, but that's, it's messy work discipling is, and it's something that every Christian is called to do. You know, that was the great commission. Um, And as a mother, my primary disciplees are my children right now. Mm -hmm. And um, that is, you know, the, the main place where I need to be putting um, a lot of effort into that. And it is, it's a lot of work. It requires your time. You're uh, a lot of intentionality, um, but I feel like that is what God has called each Christian mother to. Yes, I love that term discipler for a couple of reasons. One, it puts us right back in the biblical context to remind us of our our goal, which is Mm -hmm. the glory of God, and that's perfect. Mm -hmm. And two, because it's the same root word as discipline, disciple. Yes. (laughs) And I've been doing a lot of study on this, Um, probably, well, here soon, I'm going to do an entire podcast just on spanking. Mm. Um, And that's a pretty hot topic. (laughs) So I've been trying to study deep about what the Bible says. And Mm -hmm. what I've learned is that 
the same word in Hebrew and Greek. It's just one word, and it means disciple. It means train. It means mm. teach, instruct, as well as punish when necessary. Yes. And it's all wrapped up together. So disciple is yeah. a perfect word for it. Hmm. Um, so you gave some cons. It's hard work. Yes. <laughs> um, it is. It's hard um, and it takes a lot of um, consistency, which is hard for yeah. me. I think it's probably hard for everybody to yeah. be consistent. Um, it And like I said, it takes a lot of thought and preparation and prayer. Um, but the great thing about it is that, you know, I was my mother-in-law, um, she lives about five minutes down the street and she's, um, an amazing woman too. I've been very blessed. My husband and I have both been by parents who love the Lord and have faithfully discipled their children. Um, and she, one thing I said to her early on was, you know, I'm, I'm okay with kids, but when my kids get to be teenagers, I'm just terrified about what that's going to look like. Like, I don't think I'm ready for that. And she said, she said, no, if you do your job that you need to do while they are young and you are training them in the word while they are young and you are biblically disciplining them, then when they get to be teenagers, your job is a lot easier than it would be, you know? And, um, they can, it, the teenage years can be a huge blessing yeah. and we are just creeping now into the teenage years and there mm -hmm. are different challenges for sure. But I have seen just what a blessing it is to have teenagers that, um, love, love the Lord and love serving and are willing to listen to our correction, um, and take it to heart. It's just been a really, uh, a big encouragement and a blessing. Yes. Amen. And I would say that's the biggest pro um, mm. for the discipling is that it reaps eternal rewards and it just mm -hmm. gets better and better. Um, we had all five of ours in their teen years at the same time, <laughs> to 19. And I do remember when the kids were little, I told my husband, you know, I've got this baby preschooler. I can yeah. do all this. But when they're teens, they're yours, you know. <laughs> um, but I did not have a biblical view of parenting and discipline at that time. And mm. through his gentle leading and wise counselors, like you're saying, my mother-in-law and various friends that the Lord brought across my path, um, I learned those things. And what a joy it was to have my teens, mm. you know, working with their dad on the building projects. and. Yeah not being afraid that they were going to be sneaking out at night or right. <laughs> not afraid to let them take the car, you know, for an afternoon and being able to trust them because we had built that relationship and they had earned our trust um, mm -hmm. by knowing what's right and what's wrong. It's, it yeah. really is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, okay. Let me, I better keep going, <laughs> but that's a definitely a pro is that our children grow up learning to love and obey and serve God and submit to him. That's, yeah. that's mm -hmm. what it's all about. Um, tell me how, how is parenting foster children or adopted children different than biological kids? <laughs> I know you love them the same, but I know there are rules, especially when you're first getting started with foster kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, from the time that our two adopted kids came to our house, 
uh, until they were officially ours, um, that was a time period of about three years um, wow. because nothing is speedy right. <laughs> in that process. Um, and so during those three years, of course, we were asked by CPS to not spank um, them. And of course, we abided by that. But we did continue to spank our biological children during that time. Um, and I feel like that actually is such a good illustration of um, God's discipline of his children. If mm. you're ch his child, he will chasten you. Um, and he does not chasten and discipline those who are not his children. And Hebrews 12, um, 6 through 11 speaks about that. Um, and so on the day that we received our court papers that they were officially ours, we sat them down. We told them, you know, it was over, that um, the judge had made his decision. They were now a forever part of our family. Mm. And, um, you know, we sat down with our with all of our kids and told them that. And then we then fr right from there, we said, you know, as such, now that you are our children, we will start spanking you um, yeah. just as we do Owen and Brianna. And it's really interesting. They weren't upset or scared about that at all. Um, they wow. had seen this discipline process. I mean, not the spankings, because we always do that in private in a particular measured way. Um, mm -hmm. But they had seen the before and afters of it, you know, like, OK, they did what was wrong. They went back to the room. They came back and everything. You know, they were fine. They were restored. Um, yeah. And so they were very prepared for how that would be. And it did not cause any problems at all. In fact, I feel like it almost gave them more of a, yes, this is our family. Like mm. we are their children. And um, before that, mm. we had to get really creative in punishments. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we had to have timeouts, um, which was just inhumane, in my opinion, to <laughs> um, just leave them in a room by themselves. And then especially... Our youngest boy, um, Carson, he had, he was very strong and he was very angry. Um, yeah. he had just a lot of pent up frustration and anger just from all that he had been through. And yeah. so putting him in timeout in his room did not work because he would, he would kick and scream and hurt himself yeah. against the wall. I mean, it was not safe for yeah. him. And so then we thought, well, we could hold him maybe. Well, that wasn't safe for us because he would bite yeah. and all the rest of it, it was just not good. So we ended up having to put him in like a little harness, like a, a little high chair. It wasn't a high chair because it sat on the ground, but it had like a five point harness, almost like a, like a car seat so that yeah. he couldn't hurt himself while he was sitting in timeout. And like, I, when I told my mom about that, she was like, Diana, that's terrible. Like, how can you do that? And I was like, well, we don't have any other options like there yeah. they were just so few options and sometimes we would try to think of like fun things to do so that then we could say but you can't do these things because you just you know like and yeah. like that's just terrible I hated that but our yeah. our hands were very tied we there was very little that we could do but I, I do have to say that if you're in that situation um you know the most important thing is to be just utterly consistent all of the time with your expectations, with what they, they know, this is what we expect. This is what will happen. And then to just back it up and to, and to discipline in some way, whether it's timeouts or something like that, or, or loss of privileges, and it will, it will help them. It, it still mm -hmm. will, you will still see improvement. Um, mm -hmm. But we saw 
just an even greater improvement once we were able to start spanking them, wow. especially with the little boy um, who really needed an immediate consequence for his, for what he did so that he could connect them. Cause he has a little bit of the fetal alcohol syndrome where he doesn't always, you know, if you delay the punishment for a long time, he forgets why he's yeah. being punished. Um, yeah. But if it's an immediate thing and then it's over, that really helped him a lot. So. Yeah. Good. Well, that's a powerful um, example and truth. And I love that they, the kids felt more secure when yes. they knew that they would get the same mm-hmm. punishment as the other children. That's really something. Yeah. Well, do you have any specific advice for those who may be in the process then of fostering and adopting? You said being consistent, that's huge in parenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like even more with these children that have been, mm-hmm. um, you know, in and out and their, their lives are so unstable. You, your home needs to be a place of absolute stability. They know what to expect, when to expect it. That is going to help so many issues. Um, and you know, I, we were always just very much, we would, um, always make sure that what we said we were going to do, we did because that's not something they grew up having, you know, Mm -hmm. the adults in their life, they could not count on them. Um, Mm -hmm. so we were just, which tried to be so consistent with them and just teaching them about the Lord and how that he loved them and we loved them. Um, and because we loved them, we weren't going to allow them to act in this way because, um, you know, the Bible tells us that, um, that, through obedience, there is blessing. And so, um, there are just a lot of things like that, but, um, but certainly, you know, if you are in that situation right now and it's hard, one thing I have to tell you is I had read before we started fostering, I'd read a lot of happy little blogs about how wonderful fostering Mm -hmm. and adoption was. And it is, it's wonderful, but it is hard. It is so hard. It's the hardest thing we've done. And, Mm -hmm. um, And that's okay. It's okay for it to be hard. God is going to be with you. He's going to help you. And when you don't know what to do, sometimes with Carson, he would be screaming and so angry. And I would just like, Lord, I don't know what to do. So I would just start quoting scripture and praying and singing right there um, with him because I thought I don't have anything that can change this child, but I know that God's word um, will not return void. I know that, that he can use his word, even in the life of this little, of this little boy. And it's so, so amazing to see how God has changed him. I mean, he's 10 years old now and, you know, he, he's such a loving little boy. And so, um, it's just the Lord it's, it's what the Lord can do in in the life of even children as it's neat to see. Amen. That's really powerful that God's word mm-hmm. it transforms us even when we're children and we don't want to be transformed just yet, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it does its work. And that's, that's God's power. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this has been really great um, discussion about being a discipler rather than choosing a, a secular title for our parenting styles and um, discussing things about the 
the foster and adoption as well as the biological kids. Well, Diana, thank you for sharing these ideas and this wisdom with us. It, it truly is wisdom that comes from God to know how to parent a child that's in a situation like you've just described. Um, mm-hmm. So I know my mother-in-law used to tell me frequently, when you don't know what to do, you ask God for wisdom and he promises to give it. And that's in James. So yeah. um, this is a beautiful example of how it's worked in your family and in your life. And I know it would work for others too. So thank you for yeah. sharing that with us today. Yeah, you're welcome. And we're going to do a two-part podcast. So Diana will be with us next week and we'll talk some more about parenting. You've been listening to the Think Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Smith. Please visit us at our website, www.thinkbible.online to learn more about our ministry or to take advantage of the resources we have there for you. That's www.thinkbible.online. You can also find us at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the name Think Bible. Until next time, let's all think and live biblically for the glory of God. to Think Bible, the podcast that exists to challenge, edify, and encourage Christian women to think and live biblically, all for the glory of God. I'm your host, Stephanie Smith.